0: everyone, and welcome to the Damn Fine TV Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine. And I'm Mel's, and welcome to The Weekly Watch. Yes, welcome. And apologies to all of our listeners who looked for a brand new episode on Friday and it wasn't there. You know, the world is a wild, crazy place right now, so shit happens, and... uh just is what it is but hopefully we'll be recording on Saturdays now instead of Wednesdays episodes will probably be coming out on Sundays if anything changes between now and the next episode I'll do my best to let you guys know and um I hope everyone is happy and healthy and safe and washing your hands and thank you to everyone who doesn't have the option of staying at home because you know they're in an essential service or kind of job like that so thank you for making the world still you know function (laughs) yes thank you
1: so much and thank you to everyone for doing your part in social distancing that's how we're going to flatten the curve on this thing so um and the good part of that if you are you know working from home or you're you know, doing this uh, social distancing or the isolation is that you have podcasts to listen to and you have our podcast to listen to. So, yay. (laughs) And that's why we're going to keep giving you content. Just might be a couple of days, a difference there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I hope that's kind of all I want to say about that. I just wanted to make sure all of our listeners are good, but I'm sure everyone is, uh, excuse me. Oh my God, I have it. Um, uh I'm sure everyone is like inundated at this point. Uh it's yeah. it's everywhere. So let's just keep this a a fun entertaining show.
1: Yeah? That's right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. For
0: sure. <laughs> well, so on a previous episode Okay, it goes without saying that we are obviously going to get to the Westworld premiere. Pretty excited, yes. but yes. on a previous episode, I can't believe or I can't believe I can't remember if it was the last one or the one before. But we kind of mentioned some sort of Stephen King TV stuff. So, did you want to update us on Castle Rock season three as much as possible, Mels? Yes, I would love to. Thank you for asking. So it
1: it is no surprise that I. Huge Stephen King fan, and I'm also a huge Castle Rock fan. Um, I've loved every season. there's only been two, but I've loved every parts of the seasons they've put out so far. Some people don't share my enthusiasm, and that's okay. I, <laughs> I'm respectful of all opinions. Um, however, a couple of days ago, probably actually around the time that we recorded the last episode, I had caught wind of a rumor that they had not even. Confirmed season three yet, which which sent me into a tailspin. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, I'm not accepting this because it's one of my favorite TV shows, and I need to know the details on this. So I was in quite a panic for a couple of days over that, uh, but I did do some research, and it seems like while they haven't actually come out, who and they meaning Hulu, I think, in the showrunners, they haven't actually come out and said. This is season three. Here's a premiere date, things like that. Um, especially, I don't know with the current, like we talked about before, the current situation going on, if they've even like halted production for a bit. Right. Um, but they have released some information pertaining to season three, so that gives me hope that there will be a season three eventually. Um, and some of the things that they've put out is just that they have already identified who they want to be like the protagonist and the antagonist of the season where it's going to take place. They didn't reveal that actual information. Yeah. But they dropped those little tidbits out there. So I'm like, okay, deep breath, uh, (laughs) smell the flowers and blow the candle out. That's how I do. Right. And I was like, (laughs) I love um, that. (laughs) It's my everyday motto. Uh, I'm like, okay, okay. It will be back. We just don't know when yet, you know, right now. And it might be a while before we get more information on that. But I I am about 99.9% sure that they are going to have the season three. So,
0: whoo, nice. Yeah, that's a little bit more hopeful than I guess the rumors just saying that they weren't going to go forward. Um, yeah, now, sure. like, when you say they were kind of hinting towards that they've decided who they want the protagonist and stuff to be, do you know if they meant acting-wise or if they were just still on, like, what character from the King universe?
1: Yeah, what I've read is that they I, they have the story and the characters that they mm. want to explore down. Cool. So I'm not sure about casting yet um where they would even be at with that. Yeah. Um anything like that. But yeah, so they do know where they would like the story to go. My hope is that it's in um somewhat or some of it can take place in dairy because dairy was mentioned in last the last season. True, true. So um while I don't think that I would necessarily want like um you know, Pennywise or anything like that. I, I would like to see some, some other type of supernatural thing happening in Dairy. I think it would be really fun to go back to, to that town and explore. So I'm excited. And like I said, a lot of things are kind of production is up in the air on some things. And so hopefully, you know, once we start to, uh, Things start to get back to normal. We'll get more information, and and I will continue to be happy as a clam about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So you'll have to stay on Castle Rock Watch. And um, okay, that I can do. Yeah, I mean, I would be super disappointed if there was no season three because the way that they tied together the first two seasons was so I thought it was so genius, and I'd love to see how they do that throughout the seasons and then maybe eventually even like pull everything together and kind of make like a really, I don't know, not like a nice and neat little bow out of it or anything, but just, just bringing it all together, I think would be a lot of fun. So.
1: Yes, for sure. Uh, I, I yeah, like I said, uh, there, there are some people that didn't really care for season two and that, and I, again, I respect that. Uh, opinion but I also (laughs) respectfully disagree I thought it was very well done Um, I loved that there were a few tie-ins especially like the one of the very last scenes of the final episode of season two I was like okay wow that's a big tie-in and callback and mystery around um, a character that was real prominent in season one so I was like Maybe we'll get more into this in season three. So, yeah, like you said, the the way that they tied it in and it was pretty, it seemed very effortless, you know, to me, the way that they tied it in. Yes, so I agree.
0: It, none of and it, it was felt a huge surprise at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it was a huge surprise because, I mean, you know, I don't want to do spoilers because I really want people to be able to watch this. So if you haven't watched it, now's a good time to tune in and check it out. But, um,
0: yeah, really, the,
1: the huge reveal that came through, like they didn't even have like any of the, this listed, like in IMDB, which is, I kept, I have to slap my own, like, you know, <laughs> hand sometimes, like when I'm looking at I'm like, don't go to IMDB. Don't do it. Okay. Yeah, don't spoil yourself on who's going to be in upcoming episodes, but they did a really good job of keeping this under wraps. So I was, the surprise element was there. The reveal and then the way it was tied in i was like very
0: nice nice job there hulu and the showrunners i love it so yeah i thought it was really nicely done because there was really no there was no hints of it on the show either like i feel like we got to a certain point in the season and i kind of forgot that there might even be interplay between the seasons so right yeah and i will say this this is uh not
1: castle rock however i did find another piece of stephen king news that i thought would be interesting to bring it on um i'm not sure if many people are familiar with his novel lissy's story um Mm. lissy's story is about a woman who is married to a very famous author okay um he passes away And she after a certain amount of time, she then goes into his office and she starts to like try to, you know, get past uh, him passing away and uh, starts, you know, boxing up his things. And then some other stuff starts happening. I won't spoil any of that for anybody, but they they did an adaptation that's going to hopefully be coming out soon on that. Um, it's going to only be available on Apple TV, so I don't know how that's going to work because I don't have a subscription to that. But, um, <laughs> but Julianne Moore is going to be Lissy. And I'm very, very excited Ooh.
0: about
1: this. Yeah. She's one of my favorite actresses. Yes. And, she's, and Stephen King actually has a big hand in this adaptation. Like, he actually, I think, wrote the the screenplay. So the like wrote the scripts for each episode. So he adapted like the story from his novel to what would fit and make cool. sense on the TV. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. I wanted to share that too, because I, and I don't, I don't know when it's going to premiere again, like we've talked mm-hmm. about, but it's going It's definitely coming because production's over with that. And um so that's going to be something really exciting to look forward to as well.
0: Oh, well that's cool. Yeah. I mean, if production has already wrapped on it, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe that's something that will have a chance to come out still. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds amazing. I love Julianne more. We're going to have to figure out wow. how to uh, get some, like, trial, free trials for Apple TV or something. <laughs> I know, right? Like, anybody out
1: there, like, DM us and give us the hookup. Let us yeah, know how we do it. Seriously.
0: <laughs> Well, so more Stephen King news then, and this is a show that I, I mean, I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to delay filming what's, what's going to happen, but, um, it's the, it's the Salem's Lot remake that I had kind of mentioned on one of the past episodes, and it's actually going to be on Epics, which I had never heard of until I looked up like all the information of this story. Mm Um, so that's interesting. But anyways, it's called Chapel Wait. I don't know if that name means anything to you. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and so it's going to star, so far what I know is that it's going to have Adrian Brody and Emily <sighs> Hampshire, and that's Stevie from Schitt's Creek, So they were supposed to start filming in Nova Scotia, actually, in April of 2020. So like next month. And they were looking for like a late release 2020. So again, who knows? Um, Right. But if all goes according to, well, if they do, whenever they move forward with it, essentially, it's going to be set in the 1850s. And okay. it's going to follow Captain Charles Boone, who's played by Adrian Brody, who relocates his family of three children to his ancestral home in the small, seemingly sleepy town of Preacher's Corners, Maine, uh, after his wife dies at sea. And... Mm-hmm. uh he, he'll soon have to confront the secret of his family's sordid history and fight to end the darkness that has plagued the boons for generations. And then Emily Hampshire is going to be playing Rebecca Morgan, who is an ambitious young woman who left Preacher's Corners to attend Mount Holyoke College, I think is how you pronounce that, uh, but <laughs> has returned home to... Oh, with an advance to write a story for a new prestigious Atlantic magazine. And um, I think basically what it says here is that, oh, she's got, of course, she has writer's block. Classic story about a writer. <laughs> um, classic. And then she's going to, like, interact with um, Adrian Brody and his family. Um Oh, she's going to become the governess for them. Okay. Interesting. Um, I like it. And then so she's going to be writing a novel while she's there. So that's all the information that I have for that. I personally am a little disappointed that it's going to be set in the 1850s. I think you'll be happy about that because you I know you're into, like, period <laughs> pieces, right? Um, you know I am, yes. Yeah, so you're getting, like, Stephen King plus period piece, so it's going to be, like, perfect for you. I'm still definitely going to check it out, especially because I love – Emily Hampshire, I think she's so great. And it'll be really interesting yeah. to see her in what I assume is going to be a more dramatic role. Um, right. Yeah. Right. Should be interesting. Not what I expected when I was looking at no. the information on this story. But can you tell us what Chapel Wait means? Or would that uh, be like spoiling?
1: Mm, let,
0: let me think. Hold on one second. Okay. Uh, <laughs> doo, 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 well, doo, I know, right? Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> It's all good if you don't want to. I'm going
1: to be honest. I can't. And I, this is going to, this is actually pretty. Um, I'm trying to remember if it's in Jerusalem's or if it's in, um, or if it's mentioned in, um, in Salem's lot and maybe not, um, but not in a big capacity. Like, I think it, yeah, I think it's in Jerusalem's lot. Um which it is, and it's very small. This is—I know I'm—I'm I'm rambling here, and I, <laughs> just so y'all all know, I had to Google it. You can just—you oh can tie me to the whipping post on that one. I know I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> um, but Chapel Wait is just in Jerusalem's lot. Chapel Wait is a, is a town, basically. Oh, so it's—it's it's a location. It's a setting. It's not um. It's, that's why I said it's like I know I recall it, but it's not like it doesn't have a super, super significance. Like it's like when you think of dairy, obviously you think of it. You know what I'm saying? So okay. the chapel Wait. And then I think it's because it's in Jerusalem's lot, which is more of a short story than what we see in Salem's lot, you know, which gotcha. obviously is. Salem, they It's now, you know, Salem's Lot or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chapel Wait is the place that they go to uh, and all of the quote unquote witchcraft and all that stuff that they said was going on, you know, in Jerusalem's oh. Lot, which eventually led to what they believed the curse of Salem's Lot. When that novel came out, they believed to be the roots of that curse, which is a, explore a little bit in season two
0: of Castle Rock there. So, okay, um, interesting.
1: What, a, yeah, what so an Chapel, intricate web. Uh, very, very. So Chapel Way, it, it's just a, it's a location.
0: Okay. Gotcha. In, and now that I'm yeah. reading further in this, in this, uh, it's not even an article anymore. Clearly I just did some bad edits cause I just took, I think it was on TV line, but I just like copy and pasted to my notes here, <laughs> but I butchered <laughs> it. Okay. So, but I guess, um, Adrian Brody and his family are living in the, quote, infamous Chapel Wait Manor, which is where okay. Emily Hampshire's character is going to go and be their governess. And so obviously living with them. And that's where she's going to write this novel kind of about the family. So that kind of mm-hmm. makes me think it's kind of like Marsden House then. That's what I
1: was about to say. I right. I want to say that what ends up happening is is all of that stuff that happens in the short story of Jerusalem's lot, um, with the witchcraft and all, all of that hmm. supernatural um stuff that happened that there, Chapel Way it probably more than likely became what we know from the novel as Salem's lot. And then that is more than likely what they renamed or what became Marston House because gotcha. it only was named you know, it was only called Marston House because that of the
0: guy that lived there that killed himself, oh, you know. Oh, okay, okay. So. It's all clicking oh, but together. but you haven't Red Salem's Lot, right? Yeah, no, that's one of the ones that I, because, you know, when oh, I first okay. started watching Castle Rock, I said, I'm going to read every Stephen King book, and I'm going to read them in order. <laughs> and then I got to Salem's Lot, which is the second book. <laughs> yeah so I've read Carrie I've read Salem's Law and then I am working my way through the Dark Tower series but I kind of just skipped all the way to them so
1: that's okay that's okay you know what you you and you go in order if you if you'd like or switch it up if you'd like whatever you want to do but yeah so I think that that was all of the ground setting for what eventually became known as Marston House and then Obviously, all of the things that happened in Marston House in Salem's Lot was due to the vampire activity. and Gotcha. And I don't think it had. So that's why I think in season two, they tried to marry up. They they didn't go the vampire route, but Mm -hmm. they tried to marry up that supernatural from Jerusalem's Lot and kind of web it into what everyone knows as the marston house in salem's in salem's lot you know
0: yeah so So it should be interesting to see yeah what they do with this new iteration of it so Mm. now
1: that we've talked through all of that it would make sense if this is following more along what Jerusalem's Lot. Uh, so the prequel to what we know as, you know, Salem's Lot, right? Mm, it would be okay. In the, and it would be a period piece because it would be sort of before. Of course, you know? yeah.
0: Yeah. So... So I'll I'll stay on the hunt for news about that. I mean, yes. I feel like every day I'm seeing new productions that are shut down. Like, I know Riverdale was shut down for sure. And the only reason yeah. that I'm thinking about that is because I actually recently caught up. And I'm very angry the treatment that they've been putting oh. FP through because we know that these are, like, his last episodes. And I'm like, can you just let this man smile, please, and have a good time? So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, this is. For the final episodes of FP, all
1: I want from him is shirtless. Yes. Maybe maybe smudgy, like he's been working on a car or he's mm. been working in a garden. I don't mm. care. One or the other. Yes. Um, lots of smiles. I want to see those pearly whites. Um, I I'd love to see, to see him on his hair.
0: bike a bit.
1: Just a little That's bit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I just want to see, like... Just just give me all natural, like, this is the big send-off. And for all you women who were big fans of him in your early teens, when he was, like, Scream, The Crash, you know, into in that era, let's give this, us older ladies, something to enjoy on the way out, okay? Sure. Like, oh,
0: and men, too. You know there's definitely I mean, men oh, that are I'm fans sorry, of yes. Skeet. Yeah. Skeet. Uh, that
1: was... Um, <laughs> Let me preface that by saying, but enough about me, as in I was talking about myself. Enough about me there. Yes, men and women alike. You are right about that. It's not, it's not specific to just women. I was mainly speaking on myself, so. Yes,
0: I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be nice if it was just an hour of just him, like just hanging out? Hmm. Just like a day in the life of F.P.? (laughs)
1: Uh, yeah, and I want vintage FP. Like I want mm. a day in the life of FP, running some gangs, yes. um, drinking some drinking some drinks, um, smoking some cigs, hanging with a the
0: serpents. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's
1: what I want. I don't want sheriff. Like try to get right FP. I don't want that. Okay. <laughs> so all oh you better listen God. to me when you ramp up Riverdale production again. These are my demands. Okay. Thank
0: you. And I like, I don't even know how many episodes they still have left to film. So I wonder, like, if it's not that many, I wonder if they'll just, not short change, but kind of end the season a little Ugh. earlier, which I hope they did Must have to be really off already. Off. I hope they did it already. Better be good.
1: But Ugh, it's so cool. Okay, you know so what? I just,
0: I just watched The Craft for the first time last week. <gasps> and ah, I, girl. it's, okay, that movie came out, I think it was that movie and then Scream, but they're like it months was. apart. And it's like, this guy really plays a type. And so then I was thinking, right? So then I was thinking about Sheriff FP and I'm like, this is like Skeet's ultimate redemption. Like this is what his career has been leading to. He has been waiting his whole life to
1: be a nice guy. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh my God.
1: Because he's very nice in real life. Okay. So like, Yeah. yeah, he's like, finally, you're writing me in the nice light. But guess what Skeet? Guess what, Skeetie? We want to see boy. you nasty. Yeah, we want to <laughs> see you nasty again. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry. I've enjoyed Not the sorry. nice ride, but I want I want the dirty edit again. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I'm here for
0: it. <laughs> I mean, we'll have so to. We'll sim- stay on Skeet Watch. We'll see what he does next.
1: <laughs> no, gosh. I mean, I obviously follow him on all social media outlets. So yes, I mean, I'm I'm constantly on on Skeet Watch <laughs> on my own. You don't have to tell me to do that. So. <laughs> But yeah, and I'm glad you finally watched The Craft.
0: Yes, yeah, and I'll be talking about it on an upcoming episode of the Tarot Coven podcast. Yes, so excellent I'll have to I can't wait, wait to that. hear my thoughts there. But yes, yes, yeah. very that was the one thing that. I did want to share with you where I was like, damn, Skeet plays a type and like just months um. apart from each other, too. Like, same year <laughs> that these movies come out, both him and Nev Campbell, like, this was really their time, uh,
1: yeah. And you know, I always find a way to like wrap in or like, you know, uh thread in something else that I really enjoy. But back to I'm not okay with this. Oh yeah. And Bradley Dickhead Lewis. That was Skeet. So Skeet is the founder mm. of Bradley Dickhead Lewis because that yes. is who he was in the craft. Okay. One hundred percent. So true. <laughs> oh my gosh! So all you whipper, young whippersnappers out there that are now playing this type, you better like bet, do your pay homage to the yeah, pay homage to the OG here. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, and he I created guess the, one the one archetype. Before, okay. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> the one before him, but in not maybe not so like terrible horror way was James Spader in the 80s and all of those movies particularly Pretty in Pink but anyways mm, I th- we don't have- yeah true 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 that's that is for a different day so
0: mm, I could go on and on about like TV though that could be yes
1: fun. see I could I mean you know mm. I got
0: obviously I got a type too hello mm-hmm yeah okay let's put that on the back burner though back Bad Boys of TV an upcoming put themed episode mm-hmm I like there it there you go
1: What do cannibals, secret codes, and scientists' sex wizards all have in common? They are all topics we've covered in episodes of Strangeful Things. We bring you a new story every week and do our best to turn you on to things you might not have heard before.
0: We'll still hit the big topic sometimes, too, but we'll always shoot to bring you a fresh perspective and our own special recipe of inappropriate jokes no matter what we cover. From true crime to cryptids to conspiracies, we'll tell you stories about stuff that's weird, gross, scary, and neat, sometimes all at once.
1: That's why we had to invent the word Strangeful. See, Murder, Bigfoot, Ghost Net Inslaw Things is a terrible show name. Oh, and the show is not for kids and definitely not safe for work. Unless the place you work at is super chill and cool.
0: To subscribe... Visit StrangefulThings.com or search for Strangeful Things on your podcast platform of choice. That's Strangeful Things, making weird shit fun to hear. Hey, Damn Fine listeners, Jasmine here. Wanted to let you know about a brand new podcast I've got, and I think you're going to really dig it if you're into things like tarot, astrology, witchcraft, and magic. We've even got an upcoming episode all about pop culture, so that might be the perfect bridge for all of you TV enthusiasts. It's called The Tarot Coven Podcast, and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts or at the link in the show notes. As we like to say over at the Tarot Coven, it's real people, real talk, real magic. Enjoy. All right. Well, let's move into a discussion about the season three premiere of Westworld. Um, overall thoughts. What did you what did you think of? I'm not going to try and pronounce the title of this episode, but you go ahead to but, you go yeah. ahead if you want to. <laughs>
1: um. No, I'm, I'm gonna give it a pass too. <laughs> usually, I can't. Pr- usually, I can't pronounce their. They're. They're way smarter than me, so I'm not even mm. gonna go there. Um, okay. Initial thoughts. The first. Um, I'm gonna say 10-15 minutes. I was highly confused. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we left on season two. I I just was really really confused in the beginning, and I was like, oh no, please don't, please don't let this be a bad season. I I just got super worried, right? Um, however, by the end, I was one hundred percent in love with it. It it was a slow, it was slow for me, I guess, you know, to get up to understanding. Okay, wait a minute. All right, first I didn't realize, and perhaps this is just a misstep on my part, um, I didn't realize how far in the future we were outside of Westworld.
0: Mm, Right? Yeah, gotcha.
1: I knew it was future. So I knew like outside of Westworld that it was in the future. I just didn't realize how far ahead. And I didn't know what the outside world really actually kind of in depth looked like. Right? Yeah, Yeah. So that's why I was confused in the beginning. I was like, all right, what the hell's going on? Like, what? Okay, there are there are robots here because you know if when we get into the the episode we find out that it's only been about three months since what happened at westworld happened yeah. so um but man i i'm loving um i'm loving dolores i've always loved her even when she was a bit of an asshole i still was <laughs> like i kind of get it like you've been like you're sentient now, and you understand all of the things that have been done to you over the years and I know that you're not a real person, but regardless like you know you've you've really got the shit and end of deal here <laughs> a mm-hmm. lot uh, so I thought that uh she's badass, and I'm really looking forward to where that goes, especially the last scene that we see with her and Caleb so right. um I'm really excited for Aaron Paul to be on the show. I just. Well, I already said that before, that I love him <laughs> so much. Um, and I'm really excited to find out more about Caleb because I'm not yes. really quite sure. Yeah, I don't. Again, like the, what I love most about the show is that every single character you meet that you don't know about already, you don't know if they're sentient or not, or you don't like you don't know if they're human or not. Right. Yeah. yeah. Human so, or host. Yeah. I was like, hmm, because there were some parts where I was like, oh, okay, so he's he's had like PTSD, he's had a traumatic, you know, past, and now like he's trying to get all these things together, and da da da, and I don't know what this world looks like because we're not living in that kind of world right now. So like having conference calls with some a friend of yours that is no longer living, you know, that type of thing. Um, but then I started to realize, you know, every host has a background. So it's like, or a backstory. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh no, like,
0: is he real or not?
1: (laughs) So that's got me pulling my hair out. Um, Another thing I will say, I was so excited and I had not realized that this guy was going to be in this season of Westworld, but I am a huge fan of Tommy Flanagan. Okay, who's he playing? So, he is Martin, which is, like, the okay. right-hand yeah. man. Okay, yeah, of uh, Liam there. So, Tommy, I fell in love with him on Sons of Anarchy.
0: Okay. And
1: I, he was, like, one of my favorite characters on that show. And when I saw him for the first time, I was like, oh, I got a little chilly bumps because I was like, yes, <laughs> finally. He's back on a show, like, you know, back on a show that I watch and I enjoy, you know, because... He is, I haven't really seen him since Sons of Anarchy ended, but, uh, so I was really excited about that too. And, and then I guess we can get into this, like once we talk through the episode a bit, but the Maeve, um, yeah, like yeah. insane. In scene, I was like, whoa, what? Okay. So, <laughs> Anywho, uh, I will say this big dislike, and this is just because it's me personally, I did not like the fact that
0: Bernard was working in a meat shop. Okay. Or a butcher shop. Mm, mm. <laughs> that whole thing was weird. Honestly, I don't, I don't know that it, <sighs> I don't know that we needed any of it.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, like we could have done, I, I feel like we could have done with a short, like, okay, obviously like, let's just find out that he's under a different identity. Um, he's trying, obviously he's a wanted quote unquote man, you know, Um, for what happened at the park and he's trying to like lay low and he's, so he's got, he's living in another country with, you know, this, 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 I would have been fine with that. And then I would have been fine with them cutting to him just, you know, eventually trying to get back to Westworld and do whatever he's going to do. But that whole, like, I. And it's the bleeding heart in me and I cannot help it, but I was like, I can, uh, like the minute that poor little cow was dying and then I, I put two and two together that he worked in a butcher shop. I was like, I cannot like, or a slaughterhouse. I was like, I can't do this. Like I had to close my eyes through a lot of that. Cause I was like, Ugh. it, anything with animals. I'm, I'm the biggest wuss when it comes to that. Listen, and,
0: I'm a vegan, ugh. so I hate all yeah, of that shit, okay. but I'm so like... So you understand. <laughs> of oh, course, God. yeah.
1: It made my stomach turn. Like, it really, like, I was like, I can't, I seriously cannot watch this. Like, it, oh, man.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like they were, like, I feel like there's symbology in there of a kind of just, like, I don't know. I, th- I think there's in this episode they're trying to build a lot of parallels between human and ho- humans and hosts and just the way that uh, you know loops your your daily routines are kind of just like loops and like aren't we all just like sacks of meat in a way and like all of these weird not weird but like all of these little beats of. Symbolic kind of thread mm-hmm. everywhere, but yeah, I mean, like it could have been done in another way, and yeah, yeah. This I don't I mean, know. this could stuff have been on a na- fishing boat, sure, <laughs> well, he, yeah. And I mean, know, and then I, I mean, that would have made so much more sense if they were like, oh, and where are you even headed, like on this boat? And it would have, right. you know, yeah, yeah. But aside from the Bernard stuff, I I really enjoyed this first episode, and I was really nervous too because I was not a fan of season two, and I'll I'll say that I can still recognize that season two of Westworld was better television than a lot of television that's out there. Yeah. But a lot of times it felt like a chore to watch that season and it was... It wasn't like... I like really complex narratives and I like having to think hard about what I'm watching and not necessarily, like, I mean, there are shows where I would easily turn my brain off and I enjoy that too, Riverdale, um, but-, <laughs> but I don't mind a show that asks more of me, but mm-hmm. honestly watching last season, it just felt like, it felt like a slog, like it felt like something I had to do just so I could get through it and... It just wasn't enjoyable, and so I was nervous for this season. They only got me back because of Aaron Paul, so it's a good thing he was in so much of this premiere. I really enjoyed that fact. I love that we Mm -hmm. got to know so much about his character. I mean, obviously, there's more to come, but I feel like we have a pretty good handle on Caleb already. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like nothing— they're not trying to be really cute about their storylines right now. Like, they're not just being— Opaque, kind of for the sake of it. Like it feels like it feels like most of what's happening is happening in quite a straightforward fashion, if I can say that. Not that I ever, you know, season one I thought was like a perfect season of television. The way they played with time in that season was brilliant and it was fun. But again, in the second season, it was just so convoluted and all over the place. But yeah, I feel like this. This is again straightforward in a sense, but the more you think about it, the more layered and complex and deep it is. Like, I mean, you could go down a rabbit hole just thinking about like the limbic system or just doing research into why they named that um, big circular AI thing the name that they gave it, which I cannot pronounce. And I'm going to vote that we call it Bo. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you.
1: That's good. That works for me. Again, I will say that that is the one thing about Westworld is they be coming up with some, they be wilding on the names. Okay. Mm, like, my goodness. I need y'all to get something I can pronounce for once because usually when I'm talking to folks about it, I'm like, and then there's this, eh, uh, well, uh, I don't know, yeah. I don't know yeah. the name of it. You know what I'm no. saying?
0: Like, no. Then, people, Big, then people, are like, your computer thing, so. Exactly. <laughs>
1: They're like, you're not winning me to watch this show and I'm like, damn it, okay, like, This world, stop being so complicated. I know,
0: like, you already have so many more complicated factors and elements in your show. Like, (laughs) just name it something simple like Bob or Robot Number One. Like, I don't know, but (laughs) it's just too much. So we're going to call that thing Bo um, because that feels (laughs) easy. But, yeah, I mean— so kind of like you, I also wasn't sure how far in the future we were, but I really like the look of everything. And I really like the Mm -hmm. world building that they were doing. And I don't know what it is. And I, I'm not sure I can really describe it well, but it doesn't feel far-fetched in any way. Like it feels like, yeah, that could be like a hundred years from now. Sure. Like, and it doesn't take me out of the story in any way. Like we're not looking at like, I don't know. People aren't going around on like weird hoverboards and shit. You know what I mean? Like right. when, you, when you like back to the future kind of thing when you're trying to yeah. <laughs> project what the future might be like, but you go to kind of an extreme, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I really liked a lot of the world building. I really liked following Caleb around. I like the implications of, you know, just the way he was waking up every day. It was like the same shot of the way that Dolores or Maeve would wake up every day and, I'm kind of, yes, there is a possibility that he is not human. I kind of hope he is human, though, because— Me too. Otherwise, we've seen this before, the, the whole guessing game, and I get that that's, like, just an inherent part of the show, and it's not going to bother me too, too much, but my hope is that he's just human, and this is all just um an exercise in drawing parallels like I was saying before, between the hosts and the humans, and just showing that, you know, we're really not right. that different after all. <laughs> right. So, right. right. Yeah. But I mean, well, there's already theories out there about why he might be a host and yada, yada, yada. And I mean, I know. I'm sure it will continue to come up until we get some kind of concrete answer. So, it is what it is.
1: That's true. Like, honestly, I. I want him to be human, um I and for once i I kind of would like to not wonder <laughs> mm. you know like i I would like for it to be set up pretty like upfront if he's gonna be human. I'd like to know like in the beginning, I don't sure. want to go through because that's I will say season two, all right, I agree with you on season one it was. Literally, like, one of the best, uh, like, seasons of television I've ever watched in my life. I've watched it several times. I could not get enough of it. I was in love with it. Season two, I don't, I don't hate it. But I think because season one was so phenomenal that it was a little hard to follow up. And some of the things that they did in season two, because I feel like season two had some really good like standalone episodes. Like yes. there were some episodes where I was like, whoa, I'm blown away.
0: But when like I look episode at it I, with a Kichida or a Kachita, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Yes. I mean, one of the best episodes of television ever. Wow.
1: Hands down, mm-hmm. hands down. Like I was mind blown when I watched that episode. It was it. I got chili bumps right now thinking about it. Yeah. That's like how good <laughs> it was to me, you know? Um, What I and I but there was I feel like there was a lot of unnecessary, almost filler type stuff like the stuff with Teddy, the stuff with, you know, I was like, I don't not I'm not really interested, invested into this. I want more about other things, you know, and and then the whole when they leave the park in the end and it's like, what are they doing? You know, like. There are parts of it I, I really loved Ghost Nation. I loved all, like, to me, I really liked that. Like, that, those episodes where that was prominent, I was really into it. But, yeah, like, and and when we got to the end of season two and the people that we felt were human this whole time turned out to be hosts, I was like, okay, all right, I'm not going to complain too much about this because I understand you were going for an element of surprise here, right? yeah. But, I don't want to do that in season three, though. In season three, we all already know that we don't know who's host and who's human. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's been established. You've, you've quote unquote surprised us with that already. Right. So let's move on from that and let's just talk about. Who is human and try to make it clear up front, because then I feel like I want to be more connected to what's happening.
0: You know what? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because, well, I think that kind of in the undercurrent of what you're saying there is that, like, the host or human thing is a very season one game. And the show needs to evolve and do other mysteries now. And now that they're outside of the park, I mean, even if they go back to the park, which I assume will be in the park at least a little bit, but there's so much there to explore that the whole host or human thing, it's like, who cares though? Just tell us. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not that big of a surprise. And I think that that, I think they get that because – I mean, I'm not sure what you were thinking when he was taught, when Caleb was talking to his friend from, I think, when he was in the service. Francis. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I kind of assumed the whole time that this person wasn't real. We never saw them. They had the same conversation all the time. And so when the show, like, quote unquote, revealed that it wasn't actually him, it felt more like it was character development for Caleb than this big reveal that this wasn't a real person. You know, so I'm hoping that that's Mm -hmm. the kind of trajectory that they stay on, where it's more about the characters and the character development rather than trying to psych us out just because.
1: I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I didn't, I will say, I didn't really catch it at first until we saw him at, I assume, his therapist's office. Right, and the therapist saying, "Well, are you still having the conversations with him?" And then I started to be like, "Oh, I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a real person." I mean, yeah. you know, obviously, yeah, we didn't see, but, you know, we hadn't seen him. But then, with the therapist saying it's good for you to do this, I was like, uh, "Okay, so is this an exercise for him? Like, is this something that helps him get through?" Because we saw some flashbacks of him, like in uniform. So I thought, okay, maybe he, obviously he was in a war of some type and is this a way for him to deal with some type of PTSD, you know, whatever it may be. But yeah, I was like, yeah. So then at the end, like you said, when it was like, uh, you know, I don't want to continue these conversations, unsubscribe. I was like, well, that's actually, okay,
0: not that – I'm not shocked over that, you know, right. like, i yeah, no, I, didn't I think, gas. I think I was on the same <laughs> path as you there. Like, I didn't, I didn't from right from the jump go, oh, not real, you know, like, it was once yeah. certain clues start. Like, I think maybe by, like, their second conversation when it seemed like it was kind of the same thing, I was like, okay, maybe Caleb's human, but this guy isn't, right? Um, but right. I don't know. there's, there's a lot there. And I think that, like, when he decides not to keep going with the conversations, I think that that has, real consequences for Caleb moving forward because this was part of like his not his benefits but maybe maybe that's that is what it's called but it's like what the service whatever he was serving Mm -hmm. in this was part of what he was being offered as like a form of therapy and I'm pretty sure that he was if he doesn't keep doing it then like his quote-unquote his scores aren't going to be as good but But continuing to do it was also making him miserable. And so it's like a weird catch-22 there. But, I mean, mm-hmm. there there's so much of this, like, the game being rigged and how it's all about this point system. And even, like, the app that he's using to go on these missions, it feels very, like, video game. And, yes. like, so I think there is maybe something else going on or perhaps they're just really building this world of, like, I think it's called meritocracy because it's not exactly right. communism because it's like it really still is rich get richer and poor get poorer. Like it's really mm-hmm. hard to move up the ladder as we saw with kind of through Caleb's story, right? Um, right. But yeah, so maybe it is just setting up this world and and saying like this is what the future looks like in LA. Like everybody's living on this weird system, um, and mm-hmm. I think that it would make. Caleb and Dolores natural partners in that way because they both want to bring down this system so yeah well that's
1: why I was I did get super excited you know um when he of course you know ran up on Dolores in in the tunnel and and everything I was yeah because like you said I'm like he's because the way all of that's came about anyway when he answered one of those. I think it's a it's called Rico. Yeah. Right? I think that's what the yeah. app's called, which I think is hilarious because that's like part of like if you Rico like with the feds, like <laughs> anyway, that that's neither here are there. Like there's something it's like there's something with feds called Rico. And guess what? Oh. I'm on Sons Sons of Anarchy. So thanks oh, again, okay. Tommy Flanagan. <laughs> um but it's something like where it, it has to do with the feds, and if you get caught, you can do Rico, which is where, mm. I guess, you you rat out. Anyway, whatever. I just thought uh, it was hilarious Interesting. the name of, yeah, I thought it was hilarious that the name of this app was Rico, and it's all this underground, like, crime shit. Yeah. I
0: was
1: like, what? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, and then, obviously, that scene where he was... Uh, Martin was like, Oh, I'm, I'm not going to call the feds. You know, I've been covering this company for 20 years or whatever. So I was like, I don't know. It's like, what is this new, what is all of the law enforcement type, you know, stuff look like. Oh but, yeah. Um, there's still
0: so much to learn about what the world is like yeah. in this show. And I'm very yeah.
1: excited. I am excited because I'm like, okay, this interests me because it's like he, Caleb, he, he went to that, you know, interview or whatever. And, and, I don't know if it was other like vets that were in there. Cause they kept talking mm. about scores right? or like, what's the score and who has access to this? Because when the very, one of the first scenes that we see where he's doing this, you know, other work from this Rico app, um, he meets up with the two guys and the one guy was like, your scores are shitty. Why don't you do more personals? And he's like, I don't do that. Yeah, You know, but I'm, um, so I'm thinking, so these people can see scores on the underground stuff and then scores are also part of your like, you know, everyday like existence as well. I'm just interested to see what that pans out to be because Absolutely. I was like, this is, yeah. But I, I was like, this is interesting. I, yeah. And and uh, then of course, like all of the, I I had a few chuckles because one of the things that he had to do, and this was the one that he, signed up to do where he first like saw Dolores I think um, but it was like okay here's this bag and do you know how to hotwire one of these things like he's like you would think it was like some old like car from the 70s and it was like a Range Rover <laughs> I just yeah. thought that was hilarious <laughs> because it's like oh yeah those Range Rovers are so old like yeah. those are the yeah. old cars and this in this future, but he's like, yeah, those I are do, the station you know, wagons of
0: like, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I was like, this is hilarious to me. Like, I my, my dream is maybe one day I might like sit on the inside of a Range <laughs> Rover, but um,
0: anywho, you might get to so touch yeah, like <laughs> the the car opener, the car handle of one, and just <laughs> oh, peer in the window I, and <laughs> just look
1: like, oh yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a nice Range Rover. Okay, um, but yeah, but but you could also tell like. So I'm assuming that personals are when you answer ads that kill ho like that kill
0: hosts I think because it has the, anything to do with any crime against living yes right because like the first okay. thing we saw him do it was like they were robbing a bank or robbing a safe or something so right. that wasn't really against like I assume he doesn't want to do murder or kidnapping okay. like that kind of stuff that's kind of the idea okay. that i got and but i i well, but i guess the ad that he answers in the end would kind of be a personal because right. he's like delivering like, this stolen car which is then going to be used to like get rid of a body i don't know it's a little confusing but
1: yeah like he the what he answered was not Directly a personal, but it was true part of a personal act. Yes. Now, the reason I wondered though what it was in relation to, and this is another thing that, listen, um, first of all, I want to admit this, okay? I am not technologically savvy, all right? Like, I, I've i always just, technology's not my strong suit. I know how to get on a computer and I know how to look at things, <laughs> right? Like,
0: I know how to open my computer and press on.
1: (laughs) I know how to press enter, my password, okay, (laughs) move my mouse. But, like, so that's one thing when I watch Westworld that I do sometimes get lost in is, like, the technological part of it. yeah, 100%. The little, like, yeah, so, like, the little, I call them little iPads. I don't think they're supposed to be iPads. But I guess why I thought... That guy that he showed up, that second job he showed up to which when he was like, I don't do personals. When that guy was like right. freaking out, you know, at that party. But the two f- people had those little iPad things, but they looked just like the ones that controlled all the hosts in Westworld.
0: Yeah. So that's I why think, I was like, wait a minute. I think more people have them now, though, because I'm pretty sure the okay. German guy from the beginning also had one for like himself. He did. Right, because doesn't and- he put that implant in and then he, like, makes mm-hmm. some decisions, whatever, on the little – I've I've only ever just called them tablets because you're right. I don't think they're yep, supposed to be an thing. iPad, so it was, like, giving them the generic name. <laughs> yeah, it's a tablet. Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, that's like when you, you know, when you're young and you're like, Mom, I really want these, you know, like – Nikes and she's like, No, you're getting the Nikes.
0: From yeah. The dollar store just deal with you it. can get the Mike uh, Nikes. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go. Like if you could get these, okay, it'll be okay. Like yeah. nobody'll know the difference. I'm like, the check marks backwards. What are you talking about? Um but yeah, so <laughs> It's just an like, X. Like, I had, yeah, exactly. It's like don't no, I need like the biggest bell bottoms that I could find to like cover these off. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, well. Nostalgia. Okay, anyway, um But I guess I'm saying I had only ever seen it. But it would make sense now that we're seeing it like out in the real world is that they would have that type of technology there because that would be on par with what's out in the real world. You know, I guess just from what we had seen in the last two seasons, I didn't know if it was just something that was really specific only to Westworld because we had never been outside
0: really of Westworld that much,
1: you know. Um, Because also there was the guy... He gave one of those to Bernard. Um, when Bernard was found that cow that was dying. He
0: gave was of almost impl- like an implant? Is that what he gave him? No, or I, I thought the tablet he walked thing. Up
1: to, yeah, the tablet. Like I thought he walked oh. up to him and was like, Oh, just leave that. But I thought that he had passed him like a tablet and then that and then Bernard took it back to mm. his living quarters and that's what he hooked himself up to when he was like which is amazing that he has this button where you can go from robot to like sentient Uh-oh. That's pretty like damn that convenient. Thing.
0: Wow, I was like, whoa, okay, like
1: <laughs> Well, so it would be convenient to have
0: like, yeah, and I mean, how is it working? I mean it's like because how would the how would the other part of his consciousness not just take over like is it a timer what like I just don't <sighs> yeah, understand you know, I- how. It's always going back and forth. How does he trust whoever the other personality is? Because I'm not convinced that we know anybody that's living inside Bernard right now. Inside of his, like, oh, skin suit. <laughs>
1: hmm Well, that, that's the thing. Because, yeah, like, who who is he? I, mm-hmm. ugh, again, we're still going on with this mystery about who is Bernard. Because for a little while in season two, I think he was, um, and I forget, oh, this is terrible, but Anthony Hopkins' character.
0: It's possible. I'm going to come right (laughs) out and say it, that I remember very little about season two. There are, like, certain moments that that are like really there, especially like those one-off episodes that were really good. But I don't even remember how it ended. Like I had to go and watch kind of a recap kind of video that Uh gave me the basics so that I wasn't completely lost coming into this conversation with you. But a lot of it is just like, and it's been off the air for like two years, this yes, it's been a is, while you know and like i'm all for creators having more freedom and just bringing us seasons of television when they're really really ready but with westworld they needed to like air an hour of previously on westworld before the new episode yes. <laughs> you I
1: know 100% <laughs> and i'm going to do a hot take right now that year of in between right there was wasted on the last season of game of thrones. And I'm just going to leave it at Ooh. that. Okay. Cause we all know that that's what, that they, the production budget on game of thrones, they couldn't mm. also do production budget on right. Westworld. Right. So I'm pretty sure that's why there's a year in between. And I'm going to be honest. I was just, I, I just was super disappointed in the last season. So I don't I, think you're alone I, in that. Yeah, exactly. I maybe it's not so much of a hot take, but I think I would have rather have seen <laughs> Westworld. That sounds so terrible. Anyway, what I can remember because I actually did a rewatch of season two. Oh, when they you first, are doing the Lord's work well, with
0: that. Come on. <laughs> well,
1: wait a minute. Don't praise me quite yet. Okay, <laughs> this is what I did when they first teased it, like season three. And it was Aaron Paul. It was just really short little teaser. And I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, Westworld. Man, I almost forgot about Westworld. And Aaron Paul, I was so excited. And I, but this was like several months ago that they did that. And I didn't realize, I, I just assumed because they didn't have a start date or anything. I was like, oh, it's going to be back in January, right? So I didn't realize that it was going to be March. So several, 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 several months ago. I was like, I gotta rewatch season two real quick so I can get ready. And, and then I found out, oh shit, it's not coming back till March, really? Like, oh my oh, god! So, I, so I did the rewatch, but it was a, it was quite a few months ago. So there were still some things, yeah. like, that obviously <laughs> didn't stick in my mind the second time around. But what I do remember is, and it was towards the end, um, there were these little balls, and the little balls yes. held the information for the right. And before they left the park, they snatched one of those. And I want to say that one of those balls was still um, Anthony Hopkins' character. And so I don't know. Like, that's why I wonder, like. I think so, too. Who? And they because I thought they dropped it into Bernard's head. Or maybe they just kept it with him. But I thought that's why they bought Bernard along with him. Because Mm. at some point during season two, he was like, because he was in so many places at one time, it finally came to fruition that one of his personalities or one of his beings was still, you know, Anthony Hopkins' character. And I hate that. I can't even remember his name. But uh, (laughs) Arthur. Was it Arthur? Or no, Um, Arthur was who
0: Bernard was to begin with. No, Arnold. Oh, Jesus. Bernard was Arnold. Arnold okay. And he was—I mean—Ford. He was Doctor Ford. Ford. But That's I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I know the first name. That's okay. We'll just whatever. go with Ford. So you can just call him Anthony. At Hopkins. some point.
1: <laughs> yeah. At some point, they were like throwing because that whole thing. I think you know when they were melting down Westworld was we got to get you have to get save Ford's head. Right. <laughs> whatever. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, his consciousness, so I, whatever
1: his consciousness. Yeah. So he, I think he says he's, he's still floating around somewhere. So I think it's amazing back to getting back, obviously to this button that. Right. He got this, <laughs> he got this test. I know, right. The ADD is strong with this <laughs> when you're cooped up for a while. Um, he has, you know, he gets this tablet and then he goes and, and he hooks himself up to it. And Can toggle between the host and whoever he is, which is, has to still be a host. That's what, that's what kills me about this is he's still a host. Yes. Uh, in questioning himself. And then when he goes ham on those two guys that recognize him in the butcher shop, um, how he knows, you know, he says to himself, don't hurt him too bad. But well, then he ends up killing him, right? Right. But, yeah. <laughs> but what part of the host, like how much control is there in there where the host is like, Okay, well I've done what I need to do. I can click back over to whoever I am on the other side. I don't you know. know. Just,
0: and and like It's
1: crazy. It's crazy to me. That like that shit's mind blowing to me, okay?
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's like there's so many questions there because it's like you get the idea that whoever is the, let's call them the main consciousness, because to me, whoever is, let's call it the Bernard consciousness, is sort of running in the mm-hmm. background. It's like an app that's right. open in the background, right? Um, so whoever is in front, you get the idea that they're maybe worried that the Bernard Part is lying to them or not being completely forthcoming about things so how can you then trust like to switch back and forth like that is all yeah. that all needs like a little bit more uh like fleshing out and understanding because yeah I just don't know how i don't know how any of that's working and so the like the consciousness that's sort of in the background is it Bernard or is it maybe somebody else else because when when he was attacking them it was like pretty intense and so I Mm -hmm. thought oh I wonder if he's a different host that was you know made more for combat or perhaps Mm -hmm. Bernard's levels have just been completely changed and he's yeah you know they like they made him into more of a fighter like they gave him fighting skills or whatever because you know that's all easy to like tinker with right so Mm -hmm. but yeah I don't know I mean I have questions about who is in Bernard's Skin suit. Who is in Charlotte Hale's skin suit? And Mm. uh, I feel like there was one other one, but now I can't remember now. But who do you think is in – who do you think are in both of those people? That's such a weird way to say that. Whose consciousness is controlling the bodies of these people? (laughs) Who's in you? (laughs) Who's in there? Who are you? Knock, knock.
1: Who's Uh, in there? (laughs) Come on. Show yourself. Well, I – Okay, because obviously like like we were talking about, one of the reveals was that Charlotte was a host. Which yep. was, I I couldn't believe it they did that. Okay.
0: Well, there um, was a human Charlotte Hale, but then they made a host body exactly. of her. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Right, right. Um now. Is okay, this is because Dolores, obviously is the brains of all of this, right? Like she was the first sentient one. She figured it all out and et cetera, et cetera. Did Dolores make copies of herself?
0: That's a possibility
1: because it would, the way that Charlotte was talking, it would not surprise me if that were one of the, Dolores's. And this is mm. like like I like I said this is where I start getting to be like this shit is wild. I like uh, it's like what I imagine sometimes if I'm meditating and I see like 30 like um, images of myself, right? Where it's like, woo, right? That's how I start feeling when I start trying to figure out. Like, wait a minute, okay, hold on. <laughs> she could do And That would be she nice may... though.
0: Having multiple. Right? Sometimes I... it would just be like, okay, you go walk the dog, you cook dinner, you do this. Right? Now I can sit my ass down and watch some TV. Yeah. So well, this
1: is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get close to this one guy. And I'm going to try to get the intel on this. Now, I want you to go over here and keep Westworld going. You need to deal still with Delos. To, yeah. Yeah, you need to deal with them. And then I'm going to send you over here. I don't think that Bernard is, I, I don't think that he's any any part of Dolores. No, Because she agreed. is pretty much, a, like, I don't think there was a, and when I say redeemable, I mean, I don't think that there was any, like, naive, like, sweet part of her left, period.
0: hmm uh, And I think the two of them are firmly at odds at this point. And yeah. Right.
1: Because he says to those guys, he's like, please don't hurt me. There's something you don't understand. Like there's something coming for everyone, which I assume Mm. he's talking about Dolores and her army. right? Uh, You know, and he's like, and I have to try to figure out what this is. And yeah. So, and that maybe that's why he's going back to Westworld. Like he's, I, I don't know, but I just, I don't know who could be in inside of Bernard except if it was Ford. Right. And it's funny that he specifically was asking the host version of himself, have you been in contact with Dolores? Mm -hmm. So that, so when he asked the host version of himself that, I was like, okay, so that means that she can either still access his code. For sure. And maybe he doesn't, because I know a lot of Bernard's story in season two was him not like slipping in and out of like
0: who he was. You know, like I mean, he was essentially he was, on the fear and loathing in Las Vegas path. Like he had yeah, no fucking clue was. what was going on. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's like he woke up on a beach, then he woke up in a cave, then he woke up in the you know. And I was it like, was okay. rough times for so him. It was he went through some shit. So <laughs> obviously you know, whoever it is that that is inhabiting him now is really scared of Dolores getting hold of his host code and, and him yes. and him slipping back out of this consciousness and into host mode, right? And becoming part of, like, this revolution that she's starting or whatever.
0: Okay, so maybe so. this is a stupid question and it's something that maybe I just don't remember from previous seasons, but Bernard is separate from Arnold or no? That's Arnold's consciousness, but... Ford, but Ford kind of tweaked it a little so that he was Bernard because Arnold never wanted to be withheld or or kept alive in a host body. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so I think that the whole thing that came down to that was that Ford did not want to lose his best friend. And even though Arnold did not want to ever become a host, he still gave him Arnold's backstory. But changed his name and certain things like that. So, you know, it but he but he still
0: looked he still looked like him, right? Yeah, I mean, like exactly like him. Yeah. So for looks, a I was yeah. wondering maybe if maybe it was Bernard and Arnold, like if they were different enough, but I don't know if that makes any sense. So
1: I like. But you your know right. what though? Go ahead. If Arnold if Arnold ever okay, whoa, well, I'm go- I'm on some deep shit right now. Hold on. All right. <laughs> This is, oh my God. I'm very excited Westworld is back, but this is also, I'm I'm going to be, cons- I've been consumed with this for so long. Okay. <laughs> Did Arnold ever go to, Arnold obviously went to the park. Okay. What we learned yeah. in season two was that every single person that ever went into that park yes. was scanned, whether yes. it was they a guest books. or- Yes. And all of their consciousness and all of their information was stored there. So what if Mm. Mm -hmm. Arnold is in one of those balls? Okay, I can't. I can't do this. All right, I'm gonna be sitting here. This also, this is isolation isolation on top of of Westworld blowing my mind. You see what I'm saying?
0: It's 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 a weird time in the world for Westworld to come back out. I mean, I feel like it's something that can keep a lot of people busy, but I think there's gonna be the wildest theories yet as well, which is exciting. Yeah,
1: it's exciting, but at the same time, I'm like, am I am I human? (laughs) (laughs) Let's start. I will start watching myself like seriously I'm like wait a minute are you sentient are you a- are you a host? oh my god yeah, because it, 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 I bet
0: like so many of us are all on loops now like you know people that work yeah. from home were used to kind of this routine a little bit more I think <laughs> That's but true. now people who are sort of being forced to be home I bet they're on like a kind of a loop kind of thing, and yeah, like wow. I've been on the loop for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm good Groundhog with my loop. Day for I already me know every about day. it. <laughs> I'm sentient. <laughs> yeah. Like- <laughs> I'm sentient, all right. I know. I'm on a loop every day. I do the exact same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all good for me. I'm I'm fine with it. Oh, uh, that's funny. You know what? I think maybe we should like if you are, you and I are like looking up stuff about the show and we come across any super wild theories, we should bring them to the show sh- and entertain them for sure. We're going to have that a, we've got to have a super
1: wild, yeah, we got to have a super wild theory corner or something like that where yeah. it's like, yo,
0: listen to this, <laughs> listen yeah. to this theory. Like I want like really wild stuff. I think that would be fun. I want
1: the craziest thing out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like oh, Dolores man. is human and here's why.
1: <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> I will be scouring read it like no one's business
0: yeah well and actually speaking of Dolores we haven't really talked about her too much I mean you you talked about her a little bit up front like just saying that you were really enjoying the character and I'm enjoying her a lot more I was fine with her in season two I just kind of felt like she got to a point where she was a little bit like mustache twirly villainous like it was just a bit much where I felt that the character development and motivations kind of fell out the window and she was just evil because she was evil. Whereas now I just, I don't know, like you were saying before, she has all of these memories. She knows, I think she knows even more than she used to because she read a bunch of those books as well. And so now she really has this mission. She really has this drive. And I just feel like there's more to her than we have. Like, this is the first time I really feel connected to her since maybe like the beginning of season two. So I'm excited uh-huh. to see where she's going with all of this. I love that it looks it looks like she's gonna be teaming up with Caleb. I kind of I'm I'm I don't know that I want like a romance between them. I think a a friendship and a partnership would be fun. If it goes the way of a romantic connection, I hope it's something that Evolve slowly over the season. Cause, you know, we've already seen stuff with Teddy and stuff with William. And I'm just hoping yeah. for something fresh out of this season. I gotta say, one of my favorite moments in the entire episode was that wardrobe change. My oh, yes. goodness. Yes. That was. Success. That was so cool. Like, I've watched just that part, and people have made gifts out of it already. And so I've just been watching that over and over, like, trying to figure out how I can possibly figure out during this quarantine how to make at least one of my dresses do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, magic, girl. Listen, when she walked in there and pulled that, and it was that stunning gown, I was like, oh, work it, Dolores, Mm. okay? Mm. It was gorgeous. And I agree with you. Like, I... I really, I really fell in love with Dolores in season one, which I think is what we were all supposed to do. Like we we're For all sure, supposed yeah. to like love this this because she was a very as a as a host she was very you know just kind-hearted and Mm -hmm. and she had that very pure story and then as she became sentient you start to feel real bad for her right because you're like oh shit she now realizes like what william is doing to her and etc she's definitely the one you empathize with and exactly and then we got into season two and i was like i'm don't like you, Dolores. Okay. Like, I don't, <laughs> I just don't even want to see you on my screen anymore. And that the empathetic turn I took was towards Maeve, right? right. Like, yeah. then I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, I knew that she had the bad, like, she had the bad edit or like the bad story that she was reprogrammed when she started to become sentient, where the, her daughter was taken from her, right, and all that.
0: Yeah. But then
1: on into season two, I was like, oh, God, like, I, she became my favorite character. So I'm super excited to see, to see her, obviously, hopefully in the very next episode. But, mm-hmm. um, but I'm glad, though, that, and I don't know if it took just some time away from Dolores, and now that I, I'm back around her, and I'm like, I kind of, Kinda get what you're doing, like do you want to really actually take down the corporation? you don't actually really like want to kill all the humans because right. not everybody is in on this type of bullshit, which is why I hope Caleb is a human and why she can forge an actual friendship with a real human yes. that that isn't out to hurt her or people like or well robots like her or whatever right like
0: absolutely
1: that's what I hope um. But I'm telling you, like, she just... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, she just came in, like, guns blazing, literally. And I was like, okay, I'm into it. Like, go on with it, Dolores. Like, you got a plan. You know what you want. You know how you're going to get it. And maybe also a little bit of hope for me is that by the end of the season... If Caleb does turn out to be human, again, I'm really hoping he is, that he can also return some of that empathy to to Dolores mm. and she's not so cold-hearted. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. she can still, like, she can learn how to be even more human by actually feeling empathy again,
0: right? Like, Sure, yeah. And I mean, I don't think she needs to even lose her edge to come to a place right. that's more balanced like that, Right. Right, I think right. yeah what you made me think of there is that um yeah you kind of lost that empathetic edge in season 2 because it really just seemed like she was just out for blood which is kind of understandable but also just a little bit boring like there's nothing mm-hmm. there's nothing underneath that it really is just right. okay revenge great um but I think what they've done here is actually really smart because if she does sort of team up with Caleb, which I assume that's the way that it's going. And he is human. He is dealing with a system of inequality that proves Mm -hmm. that it's not just hosts that are being um, oppressed. Mistreated. Yes. So you kind of, in effect, by... Creating this character of Caleb and then pairing him with Dolores, you bring Dolores back around to this place where you can really root for her. And mm-hmm. I mean, not that you couldn't root for her before, especially I think as a woman or as anybody who mm-hmm. has maybe experienced like sexual assault or abuse mm-hmm. or anything like that. Uh, yeah. You just for sure. immediately have that empathetic, like, Feeling towards her, and you're like, yeah, whoever, whatever, just kill them all. Then that's great, burn it down, yeah. like you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. But I think this burn gives it all, it, yeah, just burn it to the fucking ground, man. But this gives it that—I don't know—it just gives it a better motivation, and it just frames it in a new way that I think. Um. What's the word I'm looking for? It just gives it that extra edge where it just feels, yeah. you feel better rooting for it in a way because it just, it rounds it out. Like I'm kind of rambling, but I think you get what I mean, so.
1: I do, yeah. I mean, it It makes her, cause, because right now, or at least how we left her in the last season, she's one-dimensional, meaning only out for revenge only out to do harm. And it was against all humans in her eyes. Right. Like, yeah, because she had not, she had not been exposed to any other human that didn't have that motive that people who visited the park had. Right. Like she had not, so she had not been around someone like Caleb, even though the world is full of Caleb's and maybe not so many, of the ones that were at the park, not
0: doing so many all of Williams.
1: This. Yeah, exactly. More like exactly, not so many Williams. And she maybe she will see that. I know she's. It's been three months, right, since what happened. But I don't know if she's during that three months if she's just been hyper focused on the corporation and the people surrounding that, and then the the exact type of people obviously that were at the park because she she killed two people in this episode that she knew from the park, right? The first yes. guy in the beginning, she was like, I, I know you from the park. You've been to the park. Right. And then the second guy, or, you know, my Martin, my boyfriend, um, uh, you know, <laughs> she was like, I remember you, you know, oh, like good. you then might Caleb not remember be my
0: boyfriend. You can have Martin. I'll have Caleb.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I'll share. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. So, uh, so yeah, like so now that she's found Caleb, she and she might concede, because also there's trauma. You know, this is uh, this is so crazy. I'm sitting here talking about like there's trauma in a robot,
0: <laughs> but there's there is trauma. yeah because right. there's memories there's and there's feelings. So how could there not exactly. be? Exactly.
1: Once she became sentient and she realized it's layers of abuse and trauma. Mm and even if she's not considered human she still had unspeakable shit happen to her. Yeah. Caleb has trauma under there as well and he's struggling as well and and so it's different different uh parts of the trauma spectrum. Sure. But by her yeah maybe he's going to balance her out just a little bit but then also they'll team up and be like, you know, um Fuck the wealthy or fuck the ones that are doing this. And let's, let's, because when he did come up for that job and he was like, what's going on here? I don't do personals, right? Like he obviously saw her in the helicopter back there and the guy was like, just mind your own business. You know, Mm -hmm. just give me the bag and go on about your business. Um, but you could tell there, once he saw that there was especially maybe a female, you know, but somebody in that helicopter that he was like, all right, I'm not into that type yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know? Like, I'll do petty shit, like, blow, it, blow up an ATM and steal the money for you, but I'm not into hurting other humans.
0: Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. Well, and he's not even into quote unquote hurting hosts either because they were really careful about the way that they depicted that like he's he's not rude or dismissive of this robot that he works with every day when he's on the phone with somebody about the job he says hey no offense but are you human and it's not Mm -hmm. like he gets pissed off when he finds out that it's not a human like there's no animosity towards really anybody or anything. Like he's just right. struggling personally and trying to figure he's out just struggling. How, yeah, how he's going to make it in this new world, I guess, and and having all of that yeah. trauma and PTSD from wherever he was serving. Um, something I meant to bring up before was, so these these little like missions that he goes on or like these jobs that he goes on, a lot of it felt like, the quests that you would get in the park, yes, you know? Yes. And so like, I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's just more parallels and that like life outside the park really mirrors what's going on in there anyway, or mm-hmm. like, I don't know, but just interesting things to sort of Think on, you know, to, to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, there was that one friend of Liam's
1: that was like, What if we're a simulation in a course, simulation, yeah. man? Yeah. You know, of course. And everybody and was have like, you ever he's just stoned.
0: Like, looked at your hands, man, and like seen all the lines <laughs> in them. And like, Yeah, he yeah. like is definitely fresh out of college, like super yeah. baked. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because the girl was like, Okay, he's high. Let's listen to all of his theories yeah. here. Yeah. But. You know that could yeah, like that just adds another layer of okay, well, are we in another part of the of the park? Are we actually in sure? The world? Like where
0: are we? You know, and, I, and I'm that's like, great. Right.
1: I'm not comes close to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's so much left to uncover, and I think the sequel to West, like to the original Westworld movie, was called Future World. Yes, it was. So there's maybe something there as well. I don't know, but. Well, and that's, that's something
1: to think about for sure, because, you know, and, and we mentioned that we touched on this earlier and we touched on this not too long ago either, um, about the loops, right? Yes. Uh, the hosts have the loops. They do the same thing every day. Um, some things might just slightly differ based on, you know, who it is that you're encountering this, this loop with at that time. Right. Right. Well, if Caleb is human and we're not, and we're not in another part of the park, because listen, I'm going to keep that. I'm just going to say, if this is just future world in the park, I'm not going to be happy about that. Okay. But anyway, because I want to see some real, like, I want some real world stuff. Okay. Um. It's also interesting yeah. to think about the fact that he does a loop every day himself. Just but is but in a in a normal everyday with him being human, right? So like even that type of mundane like it's the same thing over and over again, right? Like his scores aren't good enough and and it's just like and then because we see him every day waking up in the same way, then mm-hmm. the same shit with Francis, you know, whatever. And so yeah. That's real interesting, you know, just to think about, so again, I hope that he's human. I hope that they're actually out in the real world. And I hope that he becomes a real nice balance to Dolores and they do take down or, you know, I don't know if there's going to be another season, but they do Mm, complete some type of mission together, you know, concerning Delos and, and whatever else. And then that way, you know, She'll learn some empathy and, and he'll get some fulfillment out of doing it. Because even if he, you know, if he is a human and not a host and that war backstory is not fabricated, I mean, even when you're in a war, you know, in war or serving your own quest there too, like you've got missions yeah. that you have to do. Yeah. So just more to think about there. But yeah, and I, I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great start to the season. I was a little confused at first, but it did not take long for me to, for me to become sentient on the episode.
0: (laughs) Well, listen, I mean, there's still a lot that I'm not fully like caught up to, but I think that's, I think it's supposed to be that way. I don't think that we're supposed to totally get everything at this point, but that's fine. But I also feel like, you know, I'm not at the point yet where I want to rewatch episodes like I was with season one. But if it continues this way, I think I can get there again. Like I, yeah, I'll never yeah. watch season two again. I have no interest. I will just read a review <laughs> or I'll watch like a recap video or whatever. Like I just, I can't. I just can't yeah. bring my, myself to spend that ten hours doing that. But we could. And this this season is only eight episodes, so yeah, like that's that's got to be an improvement. It's I feel like it's always better when a season is shorter so especially something complex like this yeah yeah um but yeah so I guess just really quickly maybe we'll talk about Maeve there's not really much to say I I was really so when we saw like the like the Nazi symbol and stuff and realized that it was like World War II or whatever. I was like, but mm-hmm. why? Like, what is the appeal of this world? And Tyler was like, so you can go and kill Nazis. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess. No. Like I wasn't thinking <laughs> about it like that. I was like, who would want to go and like be oppressed? Because like, yeah, what is the point of going to World War II? What a horrible time to go and be in. And he was like, Yeah, so yeah. you can kill the enemy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's uh, true. Like
1: I, I honestly like when the yeah. So when we got the Maeve, you know, I I guess what are they doing now? Like instead of like showing previews for the next week, they're doing like in in scenes, like into the credit scenes now. Like it's a good
0: thing that I have the internet and I know how it works because uh, I had to find out from the internet that there was even this scene. Like the episode ended and I was like, great, on to the next thing. Like. I'm not gonna sit here yeah. and watch the credits. No offense to all the people's names that are in the credits. I know you do amazing <laughs> work and I appreciate you, but like I'm not gonna sit here and watch it. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. So then I had to go back and hit the button until it was all the way at the end of the episode, and that was annoying. But um, yeah. And then for like <laughs> 20 seconds of episode, but well, yeah. And you're like so, this is what I
1: do, and I, sometimes I don't like when I watched Watchmen, um, because it was. I had not read the comics and it was all very new to me. Um I never watched the cuz at the end of the credits every week they would have like, you know, next week on, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. So and it would just be a little snippet of what to look, what's going to happen next week. Well, when I when it comes to Westworld or really any other like American Horror Story or whatever, something that I'm already vested in, I will stay through the credits to watch that because I want to see like oh okay so what am I gonna like dive into next week you know like does it spoil anything for me you know it just gives me something to know what I'm looking forward to so but obviously when I got to the end and it was like a whole scene of Maeve I was like what oh so oh so we're no longer (laughs) doing like next on we're just doing like next like in credit scenes now, like oh, okay. I mean, not yep. that I'm a I'm I'm not gonna shoo shoe it because I enjoyed it, but I was like, oh that's different. Okay, so cool. And like you said, like yeah, when <laughs> when she opened that window and I was like, whoa, that's that's uh wow. So we're in Nazi Germany, huh? Or we're like, you know, in World War Two, like, why? <laughs> I know <laughs> well, obviously like, a part of the park, you because know, she stayed there. And um, I was like, "Why would we? Why would you do that?" But kind of like you said, I mean, I but I was watched it by myself. But I was like, "Well, I don't know. I mean, probably would be satisfying to some people to be able to go back and I guess
0: kill Nazis, you know, or whatever." Yeah, I guess so. I mean, um, personally, I don't get the appeal, but whatever. I'm also confused. Like, so I will admit that I didn't really get the entire conversation that Charlotte was having with like the Delos people. And I'm not really certain whether or not everything is shut down right now. Like, is the park not open for business right now? Is this, are they playing with time some way with this end credit Mm. scene? Like, is this another time? Is this, you know, cause like, I just don't know where, I don't know why the park is operating. If there was just this big massacre, so, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm wondering if Okay, I'd I, honestly I'd have to
1: watch that whole scene with Charlotte again, but what I yeah. felt from it initially was she's fighting to keep it open and I and I do believe that it must in some capacity still be running because she said even though the, everybody was like this was a stocks are, you know in the shitter and da, people are scared and she's like yeah, but people run on this type of you know uh this is what their minds run off of and they want Mm. to go and they want to do all this debauchery which i am not programmed that way i always found it odd that people would want to go somewhere and just like go on a killing spree i always thought that was weird but there are obviously a lot of people that like that um that's why my personal favorite was um oh crud which one was it because there was no it was when we found out it was that William had a daughter. And yeah. She was in like that part of. of oh, like Indian India world West, or West whatever. World. I don't know. Yeah. But all they were doing was like cooling out, like, you know, checking out tigers
0: and shit like that. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, just that's Just enjoying that's where I the would warm go. weather. and.
1: Yeah. That's where I would go. Totally. Yeah. Like, you know, that's where I'd be. I wouldn't just be. Just take over me here to like,
0: like island vacation world where it's just there a you go. complete, right. like, all inclusive, like, you know, I don't have to worry about oh, anything. Yeah, like- <laughs>
1: The hosts are just like endless drinks. I'm like, thank you, honey. And I don't have to tip you because you're not real. But anyway, yep. um yep. So but I'm that's why I'm wondering if it's still going because she's like, people are still wanting to go here. We haven't shut it down. But then she was talking about, you know, the person that's obviously missing. And I'm assuming that's William, right? Like I think I'm so assuming too. Yeah. Okay. Wonder where he's at. I can't wait to see him again because even though he's such an asshole, I still find myself wildly like in love with that character. Oh yeah, I don't know but, why I mean, he's great. But, like, ugh. but I love Jimmy Simpson and I also love Ed Harris. That's probably
0: yeah. why. Oh, uh, they both um, did such a good job. But uh, oh, like, man. also, is he dead
1: though? Or like <laughs> I, another thing? What again? Because. <laughs> Let's not go back down that road, okay? Because I I don't know if this man is alive or not. Listen, okay? if like, you want
0: to come and listen to a bunch of people be confused about season two of Westworld, you have found your place.
1: <laughs> you are stay welcome tuned, here, okay? <laughs> like, jeez, Louise. Like that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't fucking know who's real and not anymore. But um. I think that it's still I – I do think it's still operational. I just think it's not as popular as before, mm, and they're okay. losing money
0: on it. Okay. But whoever I, is like,
1: inhabiting Charlotte is wanting to keep it going.
0: Yes, and privatize it. And I, yeah. I feel like there was something in there about, like, maybe the production of hosts had stopped. But obviously, whoever is in, in Charlotte – oh, God, that's so gross. Whoever is controlling <laughs> Charlotte – Um, is on Dolores' side, and obviously she needs more hosts built to create this Mm -hmm. army that she needs, right? And, like, a lot of the hosts went into what I like to call the cloud, so they're not really in— they're not on your phone right. anymore. They're just in the iCloud storage, so you don't really have access. Right. You have access, but they're not at your fingertips this second. But they're not so. taking up. They're not taking up storage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't have to clean. they are apps that you don't have to clean up on your phone. They're just somewhere else right. for you right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so well, I, I like that because also
1: also it's like they did just like disappear into a cloud there when they were leaving. But um, I mean for real. So. And then also obviously with Bernard who says I I because he said I've got to get to a friend and then the guy said where are you going and mm-hmm. then he said I'm going to Westworld and the guy was like oh boy you know so who is is he trying to go and get Maeve like who is he going to Westworld to get that's what i assume but I don't know. So many questions there. Yeah. There's so many questions. So, yeah, that's why I'm like, all right, I, yeah, I'm, yeah,
0: I, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm interested. Oh, I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm like, I'm glad that, I don't know, the episode was, it was just good. enough. I mean, it was excellent, but it was like. It was walking the line there for a bit, and then the more that we kept seeing of Aaron Paul's character, it was really helping me get invested again. I think they've just done such a great job. They did so much to build his character in such a short amount of time. Like, I feel like I really know this character. So Yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. I will say kudos, very good job on that, because Mm -hmm. I... I'm like you said, I'm already like vested in him and I love him and I, I want to protect him, not just because he's my (laughs) baby doll, uh, you know, Aaron Paul, but just, you know, like I, I really like the character. And again, that's why I, I don't want him to not be human. I want him to be a
0: human person.
1: That's it. I'm not gonna say it again. We'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we'll say it again next week.
1: <laughs> I, know, I mean, I'm, unless I,
0: we get like the concrete proof or whatever, but oh gosh, yeah, man.
1: awesome. Yeah. Well, did you have any other like final thoughts on the episode, or No,
0: I'm just like looking through my notes, but i'm I mean i you know, I didn't know like how researchy I should get because I think I could spend hours and hours. With this show uh-huh. and looking into like every nook uh-huh. and cranny about it. So I think I think I'm good with just like keeping it really not surface. Like I wanna dig into stuff, but I'm happy to just watch where the character development goes and like Same. whatever Dolores is up to, I'm here for it. I just don't care to know like every single detail. Like I'm I'm fine. She's looking for something in Bo. She wants something to do with Bo. She needs more information. That's cool. We'll get there. You know, I'm yep, here for her yep. outfit changes and <laughs> her oh, relationship yeah. I, with Caleb, whatever that turns out to be. So
1: I'm good. Now listen, I'm gonna need way more of those outfit changes. Ugh, I will say more. this: I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave my commentary with this. This is me, y'all. All ha- I hope y'all have been listening to me well enough and long enough now to understand <laughs> that I'm petty as fuck. Okay, yes, so love it. When she, I would tell you, I I said, okay, whoa, production, I'm going to need you to get a little better about this. Again, this is me being petty and picky. But when Liam leaves her to go have that meeting and... She wants to follow him, so she calls that motorcycle. Right? Oh God, this is so stupid. She calls that motorcycle. <laughs> now she's got on a very like sexy number, little like, black blazer, little red skirt, cool tights, cool boots. She's looking like amazing, right? Um, and then it shows her riding that motorcycle, and it I was, was hot. like, okay. First of all, no, it was Oh, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. It was, yeah, I didn't mind looking at it, but it was obviously somebody who had on a pair of hot pants. That was not skirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, I warned you that it was (laughs) petty AF, okay? Oh, my God. I I love that this is your nitpick. That's amazing. Listen. I was like, yo, she could have done one of those outfit changes into the hot pants and then it would I would have been fine with it. Oh, but the whole time she was riding cool. that motorcycle, yeah, the whole time she was riding that motorcycle, I was like, dude, you can tell that these are shorts. That yeah. you can tell this is not a skirt. She the type of skirt she had on, you would not be able to spread your legs mm-hmm. that far to to operate in a motorcycle. No. And that's what I'm gonna end it on, okay? There you so, go. So production, I'm gonna need you to tighten up. Director, I'm going to need you to tighten up on certain things like that, okay? Otherwise, you're going to hear me bitch about this kind of stuff.
0: Okay. (laughs) That's it. You've heard it. You've heard Mel's petty corner, okay?
1: Oh, my God. That's my petty corner for the week, okay? (laughs) Like, if I had to throw a trash flag at anything,
0: throw a trash flag
1: at the fact that you could clear as day tell those were hot pants, Okay. (laughs)
0: Listen, these were things that needed to be said, and you're the only one brave enough to say them. So thank you for thank I'm you for crying. your work.
1: I'm crying from laughing because it's like <laughs> when she parked it, did she park the motorcycle and it just showed her walking away from her so cash? And I was like, your skirt would be in shambles right now. <laughs> oh, my word. So uh, anyway, that that's the kind magic. of shit that I pick out. Yeah, she is. You know what? I Let me just... You know what? Check yourself, Mels. This is Dolores we're talking about,
0: okay? <laughs> You're right, though. I mean, like, they already... Well, no, I guess the costume change would have come later? Or was that before? Now I can't remember. It was before. The costume change was in London. Right. So they yeah, there
1: was already precedent set for the costume change. Yeah. They could have done it again. You missed your opportunity. Yep. Okay, we could have seen some hot pants come out of nowhere, and then maybe she... That was enough. Okay,
0: they probably all right, spent anyways. all the costume change budget on that first one. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> they had true. nothing left in the budget for that. That is true.
1: So. Also, I'm wanting her to get a little more, like, get some disguises, like the glasses that has the nose and the funny mustache. Because here's <laughs> the thing: when she went to spy on him, she had the exact same thing on that he I had know. last seen her in. So, oh my God. you could have been, you could have been easily recognize. and then she delivered us with the best line of the episode mm. when that guy came up and she was like fuck off I ain't gonna yes. talk to this okay oh my I'm god I'm spying right now
0: I've seen like <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it was but I saw a meme that was like how every woman feels at like every bar
1: yes <laughs> like just that okay. random guy that
0: comes up to you and you just you don't even move you're just like fuck off
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I I, loved I can it. feel I loved your weird, weird it. breath
0: behind me, and like, yes, yeah. I can. Yeah, it was good. I
1: don't have to turn around to tell that you, you're not what I'm looking for. So nope. goodbye. Okay. Yep.
0: Oh yeah. man, that anyway, whole sequence that- was a lot of fun. Where she just like she took off. She like I don't know talked to I guess maybe it was the bow thing and was like rent me an apartment in this place and da 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 and it was just like so sleek. <laughs> I know. I was like, damn, girl. And then when at the end, after
1: she'd had the shootout with all those guys and whatnot, um, I was like, yo, that
0: motorcycle just uh, annihilated that man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were so many good things.
1: It's it's not supposed to be funny, but at the same time, yeah. I'm I'm wildly inappropriate, so I laugh at things <laughs> that are probably not supposed to be funny. But I was like, yo, that motorcycle took
0: him out. <laughs> yes, it was so good. And when she like when she turned the car in reverse I'm like. Got that guy real good. Oh my god! All of it was fantastic. It was a really fun. All on that
1: camera. Yes,
0: I love the way they filmed that. It was so cool.
1: Oh man. Oh yeah. It it really was, and I was like, "This is okay. This is amazing." Like more of this, please, and less of we can tell that those are hot pants.
0: Thank you. Mm, Yep. (laughs) That is how I'm going to end the episode with you saying that because that is perfect. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Damn Fine TV podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform.
1: You can find me on Twitter at Mel's 84.
0: And you can find me on Instagram at the.written.witch. See you next time. See ya. Damn Fine
1: TV.